0: What's up, guys? It's May 20, 2019. Welcome to the Bladed Wedge T-shirt. I'm Trey Pizzetti. I'm here with my good friend Alex Sheko. How you doing, man?
1: Good, man. Good. Happy Monday. Big, uh, big, major championship weekend. But uh, everything else is everything else is going good.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I had a good weekend. Also, you and I got out sat Sunday morning and played a little twenty-seven. Had to get the game dust the, or get the dust off the clubs and, and get out there and start practicing again. Um, you know, we both struggled, but you really pulled it together on that last nine there.
1: Yeah, I went low. I went real low. Shot thirty six or thirty seven. No, thirty six yeah, with 36. one over on uh, one under on eight, and then I bogeyed eight, par nine. Yeah. Finished even. Best round of golf I've played in. A long time mm-hmm. so I was hype about that um, obviously redtail country club that's our spot
0: that's yeah. our spot. it's our spot they always treat us well out there we uh, we did have a couple transfusions at the turn Matt um, and they were pouring them strong they were not uh, they were not uh, uh, skipping us on the alcohol at all so it was a great time if you want to see a couple quick highlights of our round check it out on the bladed wedge Instagram we posted one of my drives one of Checo's wedges that he stuck to about 8 inches. And then one of T- Checo's uh, birdie putts, he rolled it in from about 18 feet. And it uh, it went in on its last rotation. So it almost looked like uh, Tiger's chip at Augusta. It, it's pretty cool. So if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out yet. And if you don't follow us, you're just missing out. So g- definitely go and do that. Um, so we're here. Obviously, we're going to be recapping the PGA Championship. We're going to get to that. Before we do, um, just a reminder, we're, t- we're doing Tuesday morning and Thursday morning episodes. So this will be the Tuesday morning episode, the recap, and then the Thursday morning will be the preview of the next tournament. Excited about that format. It's been working well so far. Next thing is uh, I'm hearing a couple rumors about potentially having some bladed wedge polos, so definitely keep an eye out for those. Um, me and Chuck are uh, doing some research into, into getting that going, so excited about that. And then the last uh, update is we're really gonna start working on getting some guests on here. We talked to a couple people saying that's a great idea. We've started brainstorming uh, ideas for guests, so gonna be start working on that pretty pretty hard. Um, if you guys have anyone you want to hear or any connections that you have, definitely reach out to us. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Uh, probably the easiest way to do it is that. All right, so now we gotta get started. PJ Championship this weekend. Pretty great tournament. On uh, on Long Island, really enjoyed watching it. Um, even though Brooks kind of ran away with it, but let's start off with the course edition. Super wet early in the week, and then it really dried out and was pretty nice for the weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. That that was a major championship golf course. Mm-hmm. In every um, every yard of that golf course was designed and made to test these golfers this week. And I think they, the PGA did a really good job of setting it up, you know, making the rough long, making the golf course long, um, and really testing these guys. That's what I like to see at a major championship. Um, That's why I I like the U S open British open so much because it is such a tough test for these guys and they can't go out and shoot 18, 19, 20 under par. You know, it really makes them look like the common average golfer and it makes it more relatable to you know, the average golfer out there.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, <laughs> people see Brooks is playing and they're like, oh, you know, it wasn't too hard of a golf course. Like, what, he shoot 63-65 Thursday, Friday. And that's just not what the course was actually playing like. If you really look at the field and you look at where tied fourth finished or where tied 20th finished, like, these guys were pretty much around par. And if you shot, you know, one or two over, that was a pretty good week. Brooks just made the golf course – Uh, You know, he was playing a different golf course than everyone else the whole week. So, credit to him. Um, So, just kind of continuing to the Brooks talk. So, he was minus 12 going into Sunday. Shot plus four. Snuck it out um, after four Bowie's on the back nine. It kind of got interesting there with DJ playing well. Um, But what were your big takeaways from his uh, his, uh, major championship win?
1: I think the biggest takeaway for me was compared to his previous – Previous major championships, he's always come from behind to win. He's never had the lead on Sunday. This week, he had, what was it, a four-shot lead, I think?
0: Yeah.
1: Coming into it? Yep. So, I think we really saw him grind and maintain a lead and win from start to finish. And I think that really emphasized a big piece of his game and what he's measured at and what he's been criticized for um by brandle and i think he really shut up a lot shut up a lot of um commentators this week
0: yeah i mean so that's four of his last eight first guy to ever defend hit or defend his pga and u.s open at the same time so it's obviously pretty remarkable for how many great golfers that have played um I mean, this guy's when he when he's playing golf, he didn't even really have his A game Saturday, Sunday. But when he's playing that kind of golf, he, he's pretty much unstoppable. You know, everyone talks about his—he uh, obviously hits the ball a mile and, and hits the ball well. But what's really underrated about him is two things. Number one, his mental toughness and really not being not getting rattled and really not letting the tough courses um, get in his head or, or beat him. He, he's very even keeled throughout the day, which is pretty remarkable. And then also. Uh, his putter is just very underrated, in, in my opinion. The guy is very solid on the greens. You never really see three putts. And he always seems to make the, the clutch putt or the putt that he needs to make, whether it's a birdie putt or even a lot of par putts that keeps his round going, keeps momentum going, which is you know, something that the average golfer doesn't realize is that a lot of times those par putts, um, or even a, a 10-footer for bogey, uh, those are the, really the momentum putts that, that keep you going and, and keep you in the
1: round. And when you look at his length off the tee— um he's putting the ball so far ahead of other guys that mm-hmm. he's got wedge nine iron eight iron in where some of these guys are hitting seven six five iron mm-hmm. and even if he's hitting it in the rough it's so much easier to get a hack a wedge out of the rough versus it is to hit like a seven or eight iron yeah so I agree he, i
0: mean just a dominating performance um overall and You know, we heard him on part of my take before the tournament. You know, just a hilarious, down-to-earth guy. Seems like a dope guy. Like, I want to just chill with him, go boating with him. So, good for him. Pretty excited about him. And if he, as he becomes more and more the face of golf, if he keeps winning, I think it's, uh, in general, pretty good for the sport. Um, But we'll see how that that ends up.
1: It's crazy, too, how he actually doesn't care about golf when he's Mm -hmm. not playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean... when he's working, like he's working and playing golf, but when he's not working, he's like the average nine-to-five worker who isn't worrying about work. He's off vacationing, you know, drinking on a boat, hanging out with his friends, like doing normal shit. So I think that's a, a good testament of how good he actually is that he could just pick up the club after you know six weeks of not playing golf and, and just pick it up and, and play to that level. He
0: said something during part of my take interview where he was talking about how he'd rather go into a tournament mentally or into a major mentally fresh than like hitting the ball well or like very over like being very practiced and ready to go. And I honestly just think that's like a testament to like his just mindset in general. Like he's not worried about hitting the ball around the golf course. He knows if he's there mentally, he's gonna be able to grind it around no matter if he has his a game or or, or his C game. And I think that's just a kind of refreshing uh, thing for the sport. Um just because I feel like golf it has been a lot dominated by dudes who just pound balls all the time and who are really grinding and it just kinda I I know that a lot of people get turned off by his mentality, but I think it's kinda refreshing to hear like, hey, this guy takes care of his body all the time. Like he knows he's an athlete, he takes care of his mental game and he knows if he does those things then, like, the, the part where he gets back into rhythm is is a, is a lot easier than if you're just pounding balls and you're mentally drained and you're out of shape. So I think it's just kind of refreshing, and, and I think a lot down the line you're going to see a, a lot of guys not take it to that extent, but really, I mean, we're already seeing a lot of more guys in the gym, but just guys in the gym, guys making sure that their mental is in a good spot, that they're really rested and ready to go. Um, it, it's definitely interesting. How do you feel about his, like, oh, I don't, I don't really like golf that much?
1: There's a couple things that I think about when I, when I hear him talking about that. It, it's one, the season is the way the season is structured this year. It's it's a lot shortened and condensed. Yep. But I think you have to almost schedule these weeks off where you're not playing playing golf. You're not picking up a golf club mm-hmm. just so you can stay sharp and and give yourself that edge when you do come out and and play each week. However, one thing that I will criticize Brooks Koepka for is I think we're going to start to see him struggle to get fired up for regular PGA Tour events, similar to Tiger Woods, like not playing in any regular tour stops. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be hard for him to get that fire, get that motivation to go out and Clay in these events when he just can show up to majors and wins. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> part of that's
0: the PGA Tour though. They got to know that if they're going to move this major up, people are going to go Masters, PGA, U.S. Open. Like that's a that's not that ridiculous of a schedule. Like I think people might sprinkle a one in between PGA and U.S. Open now, but it's not that realistic to 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 go from now and then take three weeks and pra- rest practice and then show up at the next tournament. Yeah, and
1: that's going to be something that they're going to run into and in order to get fans in order to get people sponsorships you know driving revenue they're going to have to start finding ways to attract golfers to these events
0: yeah totally agreed i think that's something that um, i know that i'm sure they probably thought about it but i think it's probably gonna have a bigger impact than than what they were originally uh thinking of but just getting kind of back we kind of uh kind of got off track there but uh, did you see uh, his girlfriend, Jenna Sims, like, going for the kiss and he gave the rejection? That was hilarious. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's no way he actually knew what she was trying to do. Agreed. I think he was definitely just in the moment. But it was definitely, pre-round, yeah, yeah. right? What?
0: It was, pre, it was right before his walking into the first tee.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. The dude's uh, probably,
0: like, thinking about everything else except for that.
1: Yeah, but did you see her, the look on her face when she, like... When she kind of looked away, she was—it literally, she looked so embarrassed. She was not happy. Nah, she wasn't. Yeah, but whatever. He's gonna make two million for this PGA Championship and probably take her to some island in the next couple days.
0: Literally, they're probably oh, there sure. right now. Um. So next up, we'll just move to a pretty obvious segue here. But Brandel Chambly. called. Uh, he's been kind of a hater with Brooks for for a while now, but really kind of came to head this weekend. He questioned Brooks' toughness and said he really couldn't challenge Tiger. And, and he said this stuff in the weeks leading up. And Brooks, for some reason, doesn't get the respect that a, a lot of other golfers get. Um, and, and and this is kind of the most vocal person who's kind of led that charge and, and really, like, expressed his opinions a lot. And he really got dragged through the mug this week. I mean, I think, in general, like, that was just a bad take. And just calling out a man's toughness um, is just not a really a, a fair thing to do, especially in – I mean, a sport like golf, you know, just come on, like have have some respect. And and really, I mean, the guy's got, um, it's just unnecessary in my opinion and kind of over the line. Um, But he really got dragged through the mud this week. What was your take on on his comments and then the reaction?
1: I think they were definitely uncalled for, but if anything motivated Brooks to go out and play well this weekend and win. Yeah. Um, He had a little chip on his shoulder. He wanted to go out and show Brandle that he is tough, and he did exactly that when he made four straight bogeys and still went out and striked one, or still went out and essentially won the golf tournament. Yeah, um, He was not in a good spot. It looked like he was going to choke the golf tournament away, and he stayed in it. He stayed focused and got the job done, mm-hmm. and the result of that is Brandle tweeting out, essentially saying, I'm an idiot. Brooks proved me wrong and i'm a believer so Mm -hmm. good for brooks
0: yeah agreed um i I think it's gonna be interesting to see if that this events that have taken place hurt brando's career or help it you know it'd be interesting to see like what his reputation stuff is going forward because it definitely took a hit but as we know sometimes uh any good is or any press is good press so we'll kind of see
1: Yeah, and I don't. He always Brandel always does this shit. Does he he did it? He did it with Rory Uh uh, three, four years ago. Skip Bayless action. Yeah, when Rory was working out all the time, doing like super um, crazy workout regimens, and he also did it with Tiger Woods a little bit, relating Tiger working out so much to Tiger's back um, injuries. He always kind of has this negative take on guys and what they're doing and if it's not exactly what he thinks is right he'll come out and speak out about it Mm -hmm. and then the guys will kind of come back and troll him Mm -hmm. by doing either going out and winning or posting something um, on instagram twitter Um, so he's always this little gnat that Mm -hmm. always chirps at people and it seems to fire the guys up but it's kind of annoying looking at it from a fan-viewer perspective.
0: Yeah, totally agreed. I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I respect him for what he does and his position in the sport, but I I just get a little tired. It's exhausting sometimes to hear the negativity, but um, we'll see how he he does and how he changes opinions going forward. Um, So moving on, on, you just touched on Tiger a little bit. Tiger had a really rough week. Um, It really reminded me of, of Tiger kind of his rounds last year during the majors where he just has a couple terrible holes, man. And, and those holes just take him on the tournament. Uh, you know, a lot of problems with the driver and then a lot of problems really on the greens where he's, uh, missing pots. You have to make, um, uh, what, what was your uh, thoughts about his, uh, his performance this weekend?
1: Well, I think Tiger realized this week that he can't take four weeks off of totally golf and then show up to a major. Um, and you know, that four weeks is a long time and, mm-hmm. No matter what you're doing, whether you're beating balls, going out to Bears Club and playing money matches with your um, you know, your guys down in Jupiter, it's not the same as tournament regulation golf. Yep. So I think he realized that and knows that he has to sprinkle in one or two tournaments to help keep that game sharp leading up to these majors. we saw him play a lot of golf before he showed up to Augusta. Yep. You know, he was playing in a bunch of those, you know, those pre-Augusta tournaments that most of the guys play in before they show up at Augusta. And I think that helped him ultimately get the the win there. Um, you know, obviously after he won the Masters, it was a big celebration and probably it, it took a lot out of him. Definitely took a lot out of him. Um, but I think I'll be shocked if we don't see him play at least one tournament for the U.S. Open.
0: Yeah, that was the one thing I wanted to touch on before we leave. I think definitely right about the one tournament for the U.S. Open. Um, it just I think he thought his th- his thinking between the Masters and the PGA was, hey, I'm gonna make sure my body's ready to go, and that's my number one priority. And I think he he like you like you touched Sean. He realized that he's got to play competitive golf and that he can't just show up anymore like he, he could back in the day when he was the top of the game because everyone out here is so good. And, and he's yeah. got to have his A game to win. And he, he might even need to have a couple breaks like he did at 12 in Augusta where four guys hit in the water, you know. I really think that's kind of where we're at. I mean, I love Tiger. I love where he's in the wind. And I think he's probably going to get a couple more majors. But it's not like – It was in 2002 where he's dominating the field he needs his best game and he probably needs a break just like any other player in the world probably besides you know maybe Brooks if he has his a game like it's pretty tough to argue there but he he's really gotta have his a game and and if he's not there and, and ready for tournament golf he's probably not gonna win
1: yeah and now we we're seeing Brooks play a tiger like golf um In present day, what do you think about what do you
0: how do you feel about the comparisons with Brooks and Tiger?
1: You can't compare Brooks Kepka to Tiger Woods because Tiger Woods has 15 majors, agreed, and Brooks has four. Yep, there you you'll never be able to go out and make that comparison right now because of that simple fact. Mm -hmm. And what Tiger did was so miraculous that we probably will never see someone get to 15 majors again i i I highly doubt it but until we do that's when you can make that comparison
0: totally agreed i mean jordan was the next tiger then rory was the next tiger then you know it's like a guy with two majors in in two years or something like that and everyone's trying to appoint him to the next tiger we're not going to see the next tiger tiger was not yeah. only in the, the probably the best golf ever, but he also transcended the sport in a lot of different ways that we won't see it. He's was a, he's an iconic figure, and at one point was probably the most famous athlete in America. Like we're not going to see yeah. that again. Like he's a once in a generation player. Um, I I really think that that's going to be something that holds golf back. Is if we keep trying to make these comparisons and trying to make them the next Tiger. Like, let Brooks be Brooks. Let Rory be Rory. They're completely different players. Um, and just completely different personalities, mostly.
1: Yeah. I mean, think about it. Brooks has 11 more majors to win. I know. Before he can even catch Tiger. 11. I know. That's ridiculous. So. And that's,
0: uh, yeah. And uh, what, Brooks is 29-30 now. I'm not saying he's yeah. old. But that's a lot of majors to win um, in the prime of your career
1: totally yeah
0: so we're on the same page there not nothing taken away from brooks i just think the golf media gets carried away a little bit I'm super happy for him and we're excited about that um great episode today i hope you guys enjoyed it i think this is probably one of our best episodes ever so we're super excited about that um we'll be back tuesday or we'll be back thursday morning with a preview and uh and just honestly probably more thoughts about this week as we kind of have more news break and, and kind of have more recap of uh, of the tournament. So, thanks for listening guys. If you uh if you don't follow us on Instagram, check us out, Bladed Wedge. If you don't if you haven't been to our blog yet, check us out at www.bladed-wedge.com
1: and uh have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Later guys.